Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is February 25th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing. Uh, I, you know, I'm I'm all right. I, I you know I went to pull out my uh, the thing we record with uh, my my thing for my microphone. Mic. It's like a well, it's like an interface. You know, you yeah, just don't plug right. a microphone into your computer. You know, you plug it into sure. something else, and and the thing broke. The plug broke. So. Uh, we're, I'm on my AirPods. I apologize. It's not the not crystal clear audio. Some I mean, the day we start apologizing for our audio quality is the day we lose our soul. I would say so. I don't know that you need to apologize. You know, it, it, no one expects anything from us. Well, for any audio, audio snob out there, you know, you can hear it. It's, hey, something's loose in there. It's I, I broken. Talked, I talked to a colleague of ours today. Speaking of this, you can hear it rattling around in there. Uh, I had, I had a colleague. I spoke to a colleague of ours, a colleague of yours, Garrett Morrison, had a question for me. I called him from my car, and he goes, "Oh my God, this sounds just like the Caves Valley situation." I was like, "It is. It's raining. It's the exact same car. I'm shouting at the windshield." It was like, "This is yeah. This was once the podcast setup. The wipers are going back and forth." He goes, "This sounds exactly like it. You're cutting in and out." I was like, "Yeah. Can you believe it? This is how we record a podcast once, but." Anyways, I'm out of Florida. It's 31 degrees. I love the swamp. swamp. I enjoyed the swamp. Look, I enjoyed it. I was. I went in February. Could Changed man. Yeah, it sank my hooks in. You know, it sank its hooks into me. I, I appreciate the the benefits of the life down there in February. Now, my my entire point of that was always like, hey, if you're a PGA Tour pro, maybe living, you know, all the weeks you're not on the PGA Tour bubble, flying private living in Jupiter, maybe you won't have the greatest perspective or grasp on the world if half your time's at Jupiter and half your time's at the PGA Tour bubble on the world. That's uh, uh, out in, on the road. That was my seems point. Like, seems like that was my point. changing, You have a though. twisted seems perspective. Like, it wasn't the like Jupiter you're... comment. It was the Jupiter cabal of PGA Tour players that seems seemed to like wreck our Ryder Cup. Were, by saying how much you enjoyed it, you admitted that you know if you could live anywhere... You were playing golf. That might be a place you live. Well, I mean, I'm open to a membership at Panther National, which we'll come in to talk about <laughs> later. The JT and Jack design that's on the last, apparently the last developable plot of land in Palm Beach Gardens. I swear, driving around, I couldn't believe there was anything. God, there's a course or a strip mall in every 10 feet. I, I, I'm surprised they found, but they found it. Jack and JT, which we'll get to later. I'm We're sure not they found so that. many, so many world-class holes everywhere they turned in that swamp. They found world-class holes. And I, I just can't wait to see, you know, Jack, one of Jack's uh, new, new things as he mimics other architects, like he's done his entire career. Never, you know, really with uh, anything original, just oh. bad ripoffs of other people. I'm sure that uh, it'll be it'll, there'll be some centerline bunkers, which will be interesting to see if JT just nixes them. 
right off the boat. Why, Jack's open to doing that? He's open to putting those out there? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing. He doesn't know how to execute them, really. But well, when he sees that, you know, Tom Doak and Bill Corr and Gil Hans are doing it, then he does it. He just starts throwing them out there all willy-nilly. Yeah, it's a monkey see, monkey do kind of thing with with his design firm. So, All right. Interesting. Sure, you know, I'm sure I'll get an email about that tomorrow. But you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. We'll we'll talk. I I do want to talk about that, but we'll talk about that later. First, we got to talk about. I mean, look, social media, by and large, probably not a net win for our society. It seems to divide us more than you know, bots and things, and and you know, our own cocoons divide us more often than it not. But it's been good for a few industries, I would say. The pumpkin patches, everybody's got to put on a flannel, go put their kid on a bale of hay and post it to Instagram. The first day of chalkboard industry, you know, I never seen these chalkboards. Now everybody buys a first day of school chalkboard where they write in their (laughs) stuff. I mean, that's booming. Whoever makes those is living high on the hog. Probably got a membership at Panther National now. Uh, It's been good for the I voted stickers, right? You know, you go vote and, oh, democracy. I got to take a picture of myself. I never saw those stickers as much as I do now. And I got to tell you. It's been good for unboxing videos. It's been good for unboxing videos. And now it is booming for the graphic design digital letterhead industry. I mean, the (laughs) digital, the letterhead that's going around, whether it's open letters, apologies, these things, you know, I don't know what happened in the old day. You'd have to take out an ad in a newspaper, call up the producer at Sports Center, and be like, hey, can you put this in a graphic and put it on TV? Like, I don't know what used to happen. But now we've got all these guys. We've got Liv. We've got Phil jumping around. It's been a big, big week for the uh, digital letterhead industry with guys just firing off letters all willy nilly. We'll begin. With Greg Norman. I mean, Eddie, Tom, Dick, and I don't know, Mohammed bin Salman can design you a, a letterhead think, and send I it out into the get, world. I think we should get some shotgun start letterhead and start to announce things on it. Like, the podcast will be out at, at delayed. 10 a.m. It's delayed tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, do you remember, like, whatever, Michael Jordan's return? Like, I'm back, right? Like, yeah. that, like, fact. Like, that was an old school letter. Now it's got, yeah. you got every, like I said, Tom Dick and Mohammed bin Salman can make up some letterhead for you to fire out into the world. And this is the one, February 24th, Commissioner Jay Monahan. I mean, you know, if this was really for Jay Monahan, it probably could have been an email, right? But I don't think Greg Norman really was intending to send this to Jay Monahan. It seems like a PR play well, he, to win I mean, the hearts he and minds of, of, of legal He's scholars had- and whatever else. Here's the here's the defense. I would say that he's tried delivering letters the good old fashioned way, and he's never sure if they really land. He knew this one, doing it this way, this was going to land. This was going to this was going to get to Jay Monahan. I mean, if he sends an email, I think Jay's opening it and reading it. This is a, but this is just a showmanship shit. Like, just if you're trying to send well, it to Jay Monahan, just on. email can it to him. If that's who we, you want to see it, can we pause you email here? It. What? Can we pause? If yeah. You, you want you want to talk about showmanship? Yeah. How about the PGA Tour, like having every player do a hostage video where they're announcing their allegiance to the PGA Tour 
forced announcement of allegiance to the PGA what? Tour. I haven't seen that. It feels that. like Where's these feel like happening? hostage videos. Oh, these come on. The Sanders Shoffley statement that was a weird reads, deal. Like, reads like a hostage statement. It's like, I have to do this. I am I am allegiance to the, to the PGA Tour. The Jays having this meeting where he's just throwing out, you Mandatory. know, absurd things. Yeah, it, it just, in a way, you've got, like, the tour, it's like declaring itself, you know, it is a monopoly, and now it's acting like a monopoly on one side of the coin, and Norman is on the other side of the coin. I like I I don't know these these I think the thing the big thing I'm taking away from this neither of these organizations are good I don't well, like either of them for different reasons let's let's a scale the, the tour, let's, we're on a scale here I mean c- the come tour on. is is not you know they're they're acting like absurd you know I get it I get that there's a threat but you're a nonprofit and this is what bi- the business world is is that people come after your turf you don't have a monopoly on on so-and-so and And, you know like they are they're acting like you know i don't know i think there's there's both sides of this they're like the more the tour is doing the more unlikable they're becoming in my eyes i i loathe saudi arabia i think that's awful i don't think saudi arabia is good at all if this was any if there was any other money behind this sgl other than the saudis if it was just like you know, rich billionaires. I'd be for this league because the PGA tour stinks and they're going to double down. They have more, almost more. This helped them more than anything else. Yeah. I, I wondered, I've wondered about that. Like, is it going to force real change or is it going to force more affirmation in who they are and what they do? And just like you said, double down and like sink their, like, you know, dig their feet in on, on what they got and make them more confident in what they have. Cause honestly, like I was thinking about this right before we came on the air today or whatever recorded air, whatever it is. It's like, this is like the, I mean, the tour was vulnerable and they brought freaking Greg Norman, just detestable, idiot like he's a joker he's not a serious person i understand he's made money but he might not have, i mean i don't know he's sold a couple big houses in recent years they brought norman phil mickelson and the saudi arabia like that like any uh, combination of like i mean, probably the saudi thing is a non-starter for a lot of people but like and rightfully so but like it's just the worst possible combination they didn't come correct except for the money and they're blocking and and effectively, they're blocking anybody else to do this. Nobody has deeper pockets I than know. Saudi Arabia. That's, yeah. So that's the thing that's happening is that, you know, like the tour is ripe. And Phil got a lot of stuff right. Like the tour is ripe for disruption. We complain about it. Like nobody knows it more than the people that cover it every week, like 47 weeks a year of this just – you know the three the podcasts a week. The 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 Honda Classic fields. Not to dump on the Honda Classic. They've well, paid their we bills. Did that Wednesday. They've yeah. they've you know, but like there's not one player in the top twelve in the world rankings in this. Yeah. And it's like this is a huge. The tour has a huge product problem. Everybody that watches golf regularly knows this. They they watch golf because they love golf. I love golf. I, I talk about it three times a week. I love golf. I hate the tour's product. 
week in, week out. You know, last week at Riv, delightful. You know, they get like once a month, the product's really good. But I mean, we're not even at most, the part of the season where fatigue is set in, more or less. I mean, yeah. this is the Q1 into the Masters is really like kind of where we can, where most of the diehards really are into golf, week in and week out, even when it's weaker field. Like, you, you, you're not fatigued by whew, mid-April, mid-May. It's like, I, I don't know why these things exist. But I want to ask you, before we get into these letters, We I thought we were going to read letters, but this is a, a good discussion. Like, what I just said, do you agree or disagree with it? Do you think real changes are really going to change their product or there's going to be like a Band-Aid here or there, like this fall thing they're talking about with the uh, the top 10, some sort of international series? Like, or do you really think they're going to come in cockier than ever? You know, the moat withstood the barrage and we, we, have, we know what we're doing and we don't need to change a damn thing. Well, that's, I think in a way, they now are going to be almost more double down on what they're doing. I don't think they're, you know, there might be a few small changes here and there, but I think what they've done is essentially they've corralled what they did to, with Phil. Phil, you know, is essentially like the, look, you go against us and this is what's going to happen to you. And I think that's what their messaging is going to be well, is around again, like, Phil di- you can't, an idiot. You, he did it in the most stumble and bumbling way. And maybe he I know is, he's not an but, idiot, but, but he's also desperate too. He's desperate, wounded, and desperate for money. It seems like you know. I, I, I again, I think any combination of, of players, parties, backing could have really picked them off in a more, I don't know, significant way. And who's to say that few billionaires, like you said, haven't watched this unfold and said like, "Wow, these it looks like there were a lot of top players that were certainly open to talking to the Saudi Saudis, at least open." And maybe some were going to jump, and then it kind of fell apart. And maybe we give this another run and a little bit farther down the line, create our own league, right? Well, the other thing, the other part of this is the Saudis, as as Greg Norman. Then this can segue us into Greg Norman. They aren't going away, yeah. and that's that's one of the other issues. If the Saudis just were out, like maybe somebody revisits this in a couple of years. But I know, like. Usually rich people and, and people that want to invest a lot of money in something get spooked when something doesn't work. And as you alluded to, you put maybe the worst front man you could put out there. And then you had Phil doing stupid shit with it. And you had the worst investors you could possibly have behind it. So the people that tried was from a PR perspective, not money three of the worst yeah. people that you could have put in the situation. Right, right. All right, so that leads us in to they're not going away. Commissioner Jay Monahan, one PGA Tour Boulevard, P- Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida. As several listeners made a fantastic joke, I saw Pat Vint, others uh, tweeted that Norman should have sailed across the mo- moat and hand delivered it. Of course. You know, are we calling? Uh, someone suggested uh, that we call him the mailman. This, of course, is back leans back on our one of our favorite stories that uh, Norman drove down the road in what is it, Jupiter Island, to hand deliver Tiger a note about winning the Masters, and Tiger just didn't even acknowledge him or give him the time of day. You know, maybe he found the letter in the mailbox, and then he never even responded in kind or thanked him. And, and Greg, like Norman, was sure to tell everyone, the whole world, that he did this. And that tiger didn't respond. Make sure it was a public act of whatever. I don't know. Again, Norman just, you know, audience of one himself like this with this letter, making sure it gets out to the world. Um, Dear Commissioner Monahan, and we just, 
jump into the shallow end headfirst with this opener. Surely you jest, period. Now, I mean, everything that comes after this, I would say, surely you jest. Like, you don't open a letter that way. This is, I don't care if you're Greg Norman, if you're the greatest living orator in the country, you're a legendary attorney, I, I don't care. Whatever comes after this is just not compelling to me. It's unserious and it's bogus. You've started your letter with surely you jest, and that's it. I'm out. I understand. Like, whatever argument, however rock solid or persuasive it is, I'm done. This is not a compelling and a serious letter. I have a letter. question, real question for you right now. How much would the Saudis have to pay you to become the letter writer? <laughs> the letter writer. You can't start it with surely you jest. And surely your lawyers so many ads. If they paid you, if they paid you a million dollars a year, would you go be their be their letter writer? I, these are hypotheticals I don't want to entertain. But no, of course not. I'm a man of principle. <laughs> I need a million five. No, I don't know. Uh, okay. Uh, surely you jest, and surely your lawyers at PGA Tour at the PGA Tour must be holding their breath. I mean, I don't think that's true either. I think the lawyers at well, the PGA they, Tour they die. They die if they held their breath. <laughs> Because humans have to breathe. What a horrible intro! I, and <laughs> I, I don't. Do we want to read this? He he says you've threatened our players. You're just bullying. give him the cliff notes. I don't think we need to read this whole thing. The what he's going thing, for we is still have the fill letter to get. To. Oh yeah. <laughs> what he's getting for is the the legal, the outline. I mean, I guess a legal argument, but it's Craig Norman starting with these preposterous statements saying, you know, you're bullying. You can't really do a lifetime ban of your players. We want to work together. I love this line. He did speak to me on this one with this shitty joke. The tour is the player's tour, not the not your administration's tour. His capitalization is all over the place. He would not survive a day working for PGA Tour comms or PGA Tour social with this inconsistent capitalization scheme. He was not qualified. The tour is the player's tour, not your administration's tour. Why do you call the crown jewel in all tournaments outside the majors the player's championship and not the administration's championship? Such a shitty joke. It's so bad. It's such. It doesn't even make a good point. Like, I, I, look, no one does. Like, it's the player. Like, they they promote it as the player's championship for the players. It's our championship, and and I don't think the tour has ever argued otherwise. But when you try to bluff and intimidate players by bullying and threatening them, you are guilty of going too far, being unfair, and you are likely in violation of the law. Um, you can't ban players from playing golf. Players have the right and freedom to play where we like. I know for a fact that many PGA t- Tour players... Pete, No, he says many PGA players. Again, he just is bouncing. So I don't know if that's Omar Uresti, whoever else. Many PGA players were and still are interested... <laughs> The only players that have his ben Omar Cook. and Ben Cook is players with some sort of tour status and PGA status. Were and still are interested in playing for a new league in addition, italicized for emphasis, in addition to playing for the would tour. You go, would you have gone with italicized or bold there for emphasis? Probably, probably italicized, I think. 
Maybe all caps. Or all caps. All caps. <laughs> it seems, that seems more appropriate for this document, whatever it is. What is wrong with that? Question mark. Just leaving it out there. Hypothetical. What is wrong with allowing players to make their own decisions? Like, this is just a straw man. What is wrong with player choice? Why do you feel so threatened that you would resort to a desperate, unwise, and unenforceable threat? So then he notices a recent article. It just kind of fell out of his pocket into his lap. Like, InsideSources.com, which is not a digital outlet with, with, with which I am familiar, but was written by a former chief lawyer to the FTC, uh, a lifetime ban is never going to happen. It, it would trigger a slam dunk antitrust lawsuit. Again, this is one man's opinion. Uh, I understand he has some credentials, but uh, it conveniently uh, fell in the lap of, of Greg Norman's lawyer uh, letter. Um, you know, competition is healthy. Getting to your point. He closes with that. Your opening point. Competition is healthy. Uh, you're engaging in unfair labor practices. Commissioner, this is just the beginning. It is certainly not the end. I mean, this, that and the opening just reek of desperation. They're 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 obviously have had a lot of uh, pitches or plays not go their way in the last four to five days, and this is a weird. After working behind the scenes for many, many, many years, months, almost years, you've got this sort of desperate heave in public. Here's here's my question, like just about all this in general. What does next year's Saudi International look like? I don't know. If is it, are we going to get the same players? Like, it seems like DJ probably shouldn't go over there. Well, or maybe that's he does. The thing. For all these guys that million, pledged their allegiance, that that yeah, uh, that PGA right. Tour com said, "Time for your hostage video." Top there were no hostages hostage, videos. Hostage, like you're overdoing that statement. Time for you. It's your turn this time to pledge allegiance. You've been rumored. You've played in Saudi Arabia. You need to write your statement of allegiance. But, like, anyways, what's it going to look like? Is it going to look the same? I would, suggest, I would I would. think not. I, would, I mean, could it even be an Asian it tour be, event? Could it just be a one-off it, party? Is it going to be better? 25 guys Every year and everybody gets better. $2 million. Yeah, it could be a... Could be a non-sanctioned OWGR event. It could just be like, here's thirty guys, get two million, everybody comes and plays. It could be anything. It might not be an Asian tour event. You don't know. So, I mean, we don't know. Let Let's just say it's the same. Okay. Right. Yeah. Why wouldn't they just start to do three a year? Three of those with with the one time appearance fees, even if you're not part of the SGL. Yeah. Then the next year, why don't they do five? Because uh, how many waivers do you get? I think you only get a couple, like three years. Well, I think my point is this is how you start to push them. Yeah. If I if I were on the other side of this, I would say okay, our our like strategy didn't work. Yep. Why don't we just try something else? Like, let's see how many times we can get guys to play where we want them to play. It. it I mean, I think because more... like if you're telling if you're telling DJ or you're telling any of these guys, if if I'm saying I'm going to pay you five million dollars to show up three times this year at places, people are probably going to do it. Yeah, 
I even think like it didn't work as like a subjective thing. I, I'm not even sure that we can cl- conclusively say that. Phil torpedoed it for sure. They weren't yeah. getting a lot of the top guys, but like they made a fair amount of progress, and that progress isn't entirely washed out for whenever they try to come and take the bite of the apple again. I, I'm not saying like they they failed to get primarily what they wanted to do done, but it wasn't. I wouldn't say it was well. A total I mean, wash. a week ago, before the Phil quotes came out, it seemed like they they were going with, and they had four or five yeah. pretty big names. Yeah, I right. And this is again not to to sort of defend the Saudi element of it. We're we're trying to coldly an- analyze their effort here on the instant letter. What this signals to me is like we're probably headed for some litigation. I mean, we probably were before whether this came out or not, but it feels like somebody who's going to be, who's going to be the guy. Is it Coke? Coke crack. Uh, Paul Casey, uh, Shane Lowry came out and said he was super offended that he's been rumored and throwing it like, you know, now he wants to be a politician. Oh, now he's stump. a politician. He's on the stump on the uh, campaign trail. Um, so he's out, but I don't. I, I think one somebody's gonna go. Could be co crack. Could be co crack. Here's the thing. And then they'll ban him, and then they'll sue, and he'll be the guinea pig, and and that's it. I was thinking about co crack. Yeah. Says he wants to retire by what was 44. it? Forty four. Yep. It's a lot to do in Hudson, <laughs> Ohio, Northeast Ohio. So you can live a good life. There's a way. There's a way he could. He could play his cards right here, pun intended. <laughs> he could go all in here, and he could never hit another golf shot and end up being richer than anybody. Just by being the the sort of. So I'm. Assuming I don't want to use a terrible analogy. I with, just, like the, the whatever the players' rights. The paragon of players' rights, like fighting yeah. for them. I'm gonna go sit in court for ten years for you guys. So, four so years. Here's or... the thing: his his stack, whatever his offer was, he probably can now get double the money because <laughs> everybody's run away from him. So he goes, go, go, take the money, and then go get in court. And if you win, we can be talking about a huge sum of money. So that's a totally separate question then above our, our, well, most things are above our intelligence and expertise levels, but like Joel Beal had an article in Golf Digest about it maybe 10 days ago where he talked to some legal experts and some agents and Darren Heitner was one of them. It seemed like the PGA Tour would be on pretty solid legal footing for a ban. But again, like... I don't know. Kind of depends on the court. Depends on the attorney. That's two lawyer. That's two opinions for I mean, an article. Seems it, like there's been legislation that I nobody thought would ever dunk. be passed, being passed recently. So who knows? Like that's the thing. You go to court, you never know what's going to happen. Most of the time, yeah. So so it does seem like we're headed that way. It seems like that that this, you know. Let's be honest though, this was a desperate letter. It's reeked of desperation. They've took a bunch oh, of yeah. hits, took a bunch of punches to the face in the last five days, and like this was their response to trying to get me... back in the ring. Do you think any letter that's not desperate would would it open with surely you just? It is 
Certainly not the end. It is just the beginning. Yeah, and then signs it. Uh, I love, thank you again for all the tweets about hand-delivered. Had to just leave with the drawbridge operator. That made me laugh and then run away down the street. <laughs> so good. Uh, I mean, it's good for content. Um, I just don't, I don't know that it's worth that much. Again, can I also make this last point? And then we'll do an ad read here. Again, these guys would have a lot better arguments, even if it's Norman and Phil talking about media rights and freedoms and freedom to choose and work and operate and play how you want to play. If the alternative wasn't running into the arms of the fucking Saudi Arabian government, right? That is truly the issue. (laughs) Right. That's what everybody should be excited about. Here's the thing. We shouldn't be excited that the PGA Tour is maybe stronger than ever. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Again, so yeah, it's just hard to hear these guys talk about, you know, freedoms and rights and anti-competition when what they are alternatively seeking is a Saudi-backed thing. All right. Let's do an ad read for our friends at Be Dratty. Look, I was down in the swamp. As you heard, got that interview with Brad Faxon. He was fantastic. Some some good feedback on that, Andy. Not just me, you know, hyping interviews before people listen to him. Had several people say they enjoyed Brad, not me. I had no role in it, but they enjoyed Faxon. Uh, but what I was also down there for, for I heard I heard Billy Dratty speak about you know different lines, spring line, the fall line, and, and I came away. Um, I came away with sort of the original sort of impression that I had from them like three, four years ago. I saw, so I saw Billy in the airport on Wednesday, Palm Beach airport. I was going to go up and say, hi, you know, we're friendly. I, I like him a lot. We always talk extensively and we see each other. But then I saw he's like head down on his iPad. He was like grinding on something or he was just daydreaming, doodling stuff. And I was like, I'm going to leave him alone. Like airport, you know, I don't know if you really want to talk to people unsolicited yeah. at the airport. So I was like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep going. So I saw him from afar. I guess the point I'm making is like with Bidratti, I think it helps to sort of know the person that's behind stuff, that that person is a real person, that it exists. And he's probably spent his whole life walking down the sidewalk with shit like this bouncing around in his head. How do I make this seam, this button, this cut, this fabric? I don't know. I'm not an expert like you are, walking around with golf course architecture. And I don't want to name names of competitors. I Under Armour, Nike, never mind. Where like shit might be like just mass produced, right? And there's a bajillion middle managers and like, hey, instead of that stripe, we're going to make it this stripe. And all these stuff, like, I just think it's nice to know that, you know, Whatever you end up buying was well-conceived and thought out by a very specific person who's been dedicated to this like his entire life. I think that shit matters. I don't know. It's mattered a lot more to me as I got older. Um, And you might not like a certain color or size or piece, but find one you do like. I think that matters. And that's why I would encourage you to go to bedratty.com. You can can use the promo code SGS25. You get 25% off. By the way, that's what I would tell like a buddy in a bar, not an ad read. Like that's honestly how I feel and how I've come to think of things, not just clothes as I've gotten older. Like I think it matters to kind of know the people and not do the mass produced shit. So go to bedratty.com, buy a polo, buy shorts, buy there's a something they call shoulder season, I guess between like 
you know, real cold and real warm. If you need like a vest, a pullover, things like that, you can use the code SGS25 for 25% off. That's not an insignificant amount. You can really knock a lot off your uh, final tally there when you throw that in the uh, the promo code section. So thanks again to Bdratty for their support of the uh, Shotgun Start and Friday, really from our earliest days. All right. Wow. Nice ad read. I didn't have to do anything. I just got to I, sit back, relax. No bullshit. Listen. That's honestly what's been bouncing around in my head. Not because I wanted an ad read, but it was an impression that was made upon me. So I, I don't know whether they it's a, you feel sold to. That's fine. But it's how I honestly feel. All right. Let's go to uh, more. Tweeted out letters and documents. Uh, Phil Mickelson on letterhead with him jumping on the 18th green at Augusta National, you know, getting off the air that's on the back of his shoes and collar and hat and all that. But, you know, he, he has that. He, it seems like I'm just going to put this out there. He is monetizing a tournament moment with those logos. So, yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. I heard every manner of crazy rumor around phil when i was down in the swamp like every manner you could have could have heard he was banned from everything in the world banned from walking out of his house on house arrest banned from every tournament banned from every league or he was you know living in saudi like a lot of rumors out there anyways you suggested and you know i think this letter is now we recorded like honestly an hour before it came out on uh tuesday we don't need to go through this line by line it's been dissected, pilloried mostly. I, I thought like Brandel Chambly had a pretty nice dissection of it. It seems to be apologizing to the Saudis for calling them scary MFers and suggesting I don't you know their human rights abuses are are horrific. It, it really does seem to be sort of trying to mend that fence more than any other. Um, gives you know sponsor what. <sighs> What made you go down the Pete Rose route? That's what I want to say. You opened the podcast. You added at the front end of Wednesday's pod because we didn't get to talk about this. But you suggested, because I think we're gonna, this, this gets to the heart of a lot of what's in this letter, that you think he might be coming a Pete Rose of golf. What do you mean by that? Elaborate. Uh, I mean, I don't know where he's going to be playing golf. I, you know, with the way his peers have spoken out against him, I can't imagine the things that Jay Monahan has said behind closed doors about him. I, uh, you know, there's just something about that's a fraternity out there, right? And those guys talk, and it's a it's a small place. You know, the word travels around there quickly. And I think that those comments that came out from Alan Shipnuck were almost daggers to his his career in golf. You know, obviously a lot of people won't know what happened um, still like your casual fans. But, you know, the question is like, is he suspended right now? We don't know because it is, you know, part of the bullshit of the PGA Tour that, you know, yeah. people are, might be wondering why I have such issues with them. Like, we don't know because we don't get told anything. We don't know if somebody's injured or battling an injury before a week and there's, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars being bet on, you know, players without knowing this stuff. But with Phil, he might be suspended for the year. We don't know. Um, Do you think he'd be banned from any of the majors? 
that's so that's where I kind of sit. I think that when I think about Augusta, I think that would be the one because it's there's never a sure an invitation. thing. Invitation. It's it's yep, a total, it's total discretion by them. I mean, now they haven't pulled that in a long time, but they've done it before. But and an you know, just in general, his actions over the last six months have not been good. Um, you know. And the quotes that came out were the thing that illuminated kind of, it was, I think for the world, for the world of golf, kind of a, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Because like, it's what, it's one thing to do that, but the, it's the Saudi thing, you know, that, you know, to know, to have the awareness of what you're doing and and to still do it. And I think the motivations, despite his rhetoric are pretty um, self-interested and self-interested in his own bank account, whether, you know, uh, whatever position he's currently in. And you talked about the fraternity. Um, I wonder, like, he's so high profile, like, if more guys will kind of walk out uh, out there and, and take shots, right? Or leak stuff or say, tell easy. bad anecdotes and bad stories. I mean, like Pat Perez in that press conference. It was like Phil's got a lot of stress going on right now, stress in his life right now. Now that wasn't like a direct allusion, to, a direct, uh, I don't know, shot, but it seemed to be an allusion to some sort of gossipy type thing, right? I mean, or I, I don't know. Maybe he's just talking about his his deliberations with Saudi Arabia. But like, I you talk about guys who feel spurned and pissed off. There's probably a guys who have a lot of stories. Do you think more? unflattering things come out about Phil. Well, that's the thing. Sometimes the band becomes even a super band. Yeah. Sometimes the best thing you can do, you know, if you're a high profile person like this is just go, go hide out for a while. Let things chill out. And he's 51. You know, who do you think plays first tiger or Phil? Who do you think we see play next? I, you know, unless I'm told otherwise, I think it's Phil in the masters, but uh, you know, I got it. I kind of, from that letter, it seems like he's not going to be playing anytime soon. Yeah. So let's continue on with the letter. And and by the way, like we do know Augusta maybe has talked about disinviting people in recent years, but they've never, I mean, doing it is a different thing. Um, so let's talk about that ending. You not playing a while. So the past 10 years, I've felt the pressure and stress slowly affecting me at a deeper level. I know I've not been my best and desperately need some time away to prioritize the ones I love most and work on being the man I want to be. That seems to be some sort of, I, I don't know. He plays the victim card at the top. I think that's how Chambly called it. He was a victim of ma- journalism malpractice, which Alan Shipmeck has vehemently denied, said he was on the record and, and never said he was off the record and, and said it's completely false. And he closes with like I'm well, going away. You know, that's a, a con- that's going to be that's any confrontation, right? Yeah. You get in a car accident, and that's what happens. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. It's. A, I think everybody's been in a situation like this. Is it's a code between two people, and and uh, oftentimes you never, never, nobody will ever know what happened. I mean, I would say I, I would think journalism. I don't know. I, you don't trifle with that. I mean, I I'm not a. I didn't go to journalism school, but I know not to, if a guy tells me they're off the record, you know, I, it's like, 
like absolute gold. I will never ever deny, you know, break that. And you know, I'm not going to give him the opportunity to do it. Right. He's got to say it. Right. And if you don't, and you just email me or you call me or you text me, like it's all on the record unless you say it explicitly. So I, I think most people really abide by that. Like it's really, really sacrosanct to, to mess with that. Um, anyways. Um, so it sounds like he's going away for a while. The partners seem to be dropping them. And this, I think, gets a little bit to your Pete Rose analogy. KPMG, th- this was mutually agreed, right? Mutually agreed. He, of course, gave them the out in his letter. Said, if you, like, if you would like to pause a contract or just get rid of it, I will give you that option to do so. And we still be great friends because I love you and I love your companies, right? I mean, that was a, such a magnanimous gesture. And then we, like, I think he probably got word that, that things were coming down the, the pike. And, and, you know, within an hour, KPMG, it was public that they had left them. Where else does that leave us? Callaway? I haven't heard much on that. They, they have a lifetime contract. I mean, I've heard both sides of the coin on that one. I got, like, honestly, you've heard every rumor. I've heard they're lean. I've heard they're not. I don't think they're probably well, would be my guess. Uh, is Workday still with them? Workday signed with Rory. They might be out. I, I don't know. So he's, he's losing sponsors. He's just in a really, really bad, bad place. Uh, anything else on Phil's apology letter? We didn't give it a full dissection. It got just ripped to smithereens, and he got ripped to smithereens right after our, our recording. I mean, it, it, yeah, I think everybody's kind of picked this apart. Thus, the, you know, people do want to, you know, the, I think the, the thing that's amazing about it is that there's, you know, there's no real apology to anybody except for the Saudi Arabia, you know, and the SGL team, really. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, yeah, I, it'll be. He's down bad. Who knows when we're going to hear from Phil again. Right. It, it could be a while. I, I just think the synergy of both Norman and Phil releasing these long, you know, like I said, digital letters on their social media accounts is, is hard to miss. They're, they're in a, they're cornered and not in a great spot. Does that mean it's over? No, of course not. All right. So you say Phil plays first. I'm going to go with Tiger. I go with Tiger coming out. And, he could, and you could win that with the PNC father and son next Like year. Willis Reed, he's come down Magnolia Lane, and he just plays. Wins. No, I'm just kidding. He, he plays. I think he might play. I don't know. I, you know, the one thing I do want to say about, about Phil is if the Saudis weren't part of this, I think I'd be really behind what he's trying to do. Yeah, but you know, like everybody, like uh, he's motivated by his own. I know, but I, I do believe that he's right about a lot of the things with the tour. The media rights thing is insane. It's a bad. It's point. not about the media rights. Okay. It's, about, right. it's the about the fact that this guy top of the top of, getting their due. All right, all right. I was doing the math. Ernie Ellis made two million dollars a year. Oh, it's an Ernie angle. This is a Phil. You're sympathizing with Phil on a, it's the, on the, the hidden Ernie uh, agenda. I just, I was doing, I was just looking at things. He made like forty million in his just career. Look. Made two million dollars uh, a year on the PGA Tour. Think about that. Think about how, how absurd that is. Versus yeah. like a guy like JJ Henry's made twenty million. 
Wasn't the Will Gray thing with Charlie Hoffman made four million a year without winning? <laughs> when we were yeah battering Charlie Cannon fodder Charlie? I think he's, yeah, that was four million in a year without getting a win. But this is the whole thing. It's like the 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 priorities of the tour are so warped because of how many people are on the tour. There's yeah. 225 people all right, I, with status. I, all right, I know. I know. And there's 10 that matter. Davis loved the third's plan this week on a lifetime membership member deal. So, Oh, well, we'll save this for next week. Getting some great anecdotes about who all had options to play that opposite field event. So we'll get into that. That gets to your point about the members. Literally had someone send us a message. They invited me into this potential qualifier, and I can tell you, I absolutely stink. What does this give you an identi- an indication of, of who's having an opportunity to play their way into the Puerto Rico? All right, continue on. Just ample news. We don't even need to do scores. Panther National, I'll just add, we talked about this at the top. I, I mean, I, I don't know if JT will be good at designing courses. I kind of just wish... He started somewhere else and was somebody else. Like, it's just like not like, <laughs> I, I, like a flat piece of land and another play, like just another one of these things in Palm Beach Gardens and under the thumb of Jack Nicholas. Like, it's not really giving him a chance. It's like when, when the Browns would draft like Tim Couch and Brandon Weeded and like they give him, like, it's just a bad situation you're going into. I, 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 I don't. I don't know. I, I'd rather him give it a shot. Maybe he could end up being good, but I, I don't. I, I have my doubts about that. But I think the way he's, where he's starting is not like you don't want him to start with the greatest challenge. But starting in a flat piece of land in Florida with Jack, I, I'd say is not the greatest situation. I'll tell you. You know, I, I, I agree. You don't know if he, he could end up being a great golf architect. You don't yeah. know. And yeah. I, you know, I threw some stones, but I'll tell you, like. You know, some of the players that have, have succeeded typically pair up with really talented uh, talented partners in the golf architecture space. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. there's a there's, – I, I haven't gone down to see it. I want to see it. This Twin Dolphin place, which is uh, Fred Couples' names? design. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned that. Okay. And so it's, it's he worked with Todd Eckenrode, who does like a lot yep. of restoration work in, in California, who's like he does good work. Yeah. And like it turned out good. And I guarantee Freddie didn't do much of anything, you know. But he got like, a window, he but, got insight into the process, right? At least the way to not do it is to is to go with a guy that is does like some of the most reprehensible design work. <laughs> I can't get over these names. This honestly sounds like out of a movie. Panther National. That that seems like something you would like make up as a satire joke, as like a joke for a bit on like Saturday Night Live. I like it. It's just I, I I know it's hard to name things, but Panther National just can't be it. it I, that makes me not want to see it or drive in the gates. Uh, maybe that's my you know prejudice. It's a bad name. All right, continuing on with news. Well, you know, the other thing is it's going to host the tour event. So, you know. Do you think that's it? it? It's a a kind of 
quid pro quo thing. Not quid pro quo, but I mean, there's a package deal going on here. Yeah, maybe JT. Maybe I mean, here's the flip side: this is this is a big boom for the Honda. They they might actually get a top ten player to play in their event. <laughs> they can get Brooksy every year for giving Chase an exemption, you know, and they can get JT because they're playing at his first design, right? You know, right. that ensures that they have some level of relevance in the golf world, which is more than the PGA Tour can afford to give them by, you know, with scheduling slots. I, 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 I broke this to like some people in conversation at the party on Tuesday. I was like, yeah, it's, it's like, what? It's like, I thought there was no way they could build anymore in Palm. They were like stunned. There was another golf course going up in Palm. He's like, boom times are back. It's in also like in just a worst land. It's just. It, it, the the thing if you there's look panthers at the running map, around they got to get the panthers out of there <laughs> the routing map looks looks i uh, like if you just compare it to an aerial of of uh pga national it looks just like it oh no <laughs> just, uh, all right uh continuing on with news Zach Johnson is their American Ryder Cup captain. If that's you know, if you what can't get, the, what you would can't be get Panther, excited would it be called about the Panther it? Trap, what, the Bear Trap. What would be a the Panther Cage? Like, what, how do you? Well, again, it's yeah, the Panther Coop. It doesn't make any sense. The Bear Trap. It's a human trap. The golfers are humans, and they're getting trapped in it. The bears aren't like getting its legs snared in a thing. So, like, again, the, calling it Panther Trap, again, would, would kind of be incongruous with what you're getting at. But if, you know, the excitement of a Jack and JT Panther National design on a flat piece of land doesn't get your juices flowing. But let me interest you in Zach Johnson as Ryder Cup captain for the American team in 2023 in Italy. That should get your juices flowing. Jazzed up. We're ready to go. The mittens are already being fitted and format, formatted. For uh, the American team. Uh, this is not a surprise. Doug, Doug Ferguson, let's give him credit. The Associated Press reported on Thursday, uh, Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, sounds like the official announcement is not coming until Monday. ZJ would not comment on it uh, so far at the Honda at the Honda Classic where he's playing this week. Uh, any reaction? ZJ. I mean, who, who did they have any other choices? Was DL3 going to do it again? Furick, like, that's the thing. They had nobody else to trot out there. Larry Nelson. He still got shafted. Larry that Nelson. Been the great, that would have been the great pick. Duvall is not going to get one, it seems like, which is a little odd. Justin Leonard, right? Like, we're talking major winners, which I guess was a prerequisite. Maybe not that Steve Stricker was one. I, I don't know. Uh, Duvall, Leonard, I guess their time's passed, and now it's this this current sort of click. Right? Who and would have ZJ been the was... best out of the box player from the ZJ era? Non major winner. <laughs> oh, no. I need time to deliberate this. Come on. Jerry Kelly would be a great one. Right? Streelman? Streelman? He's still got tournaments to win, not win. He's still got he, tournaments be... to T5 in. He'd be out there to, uh, you know, just to usher in some, you know, some uh, some good Sunday vibes. I mean, who would that be? I, apparently, Stuart Sink still like, you know, I saw a Shane Ryan article. He's like, he has no illusions that he's going to get it. But like, I mean, he won a major, right? 
Stu yeah. Sinks. David Toms. Was David Toms ever? He never got it, right? No, he, he didn't. I feel like he's been lost. He's yeah. kind of lost uh, along the, on the outside with some of those other guys. So ZJ's it was not a surprise based on sort of the, the clicks that, that have formed in recent, I don't know, six years. What um, about Bubba? Bubba would have been a good pick. For the Europeans, for yeah, the Europe would be happy about that. I think Bubba would be a good coach. He's I got know. empathy and sympathy. Well, yeah, he does. I, he'd be like elbow bumping everybody. Uh, Nick Watney would be a good one. He's from the ZJ era, right? Might might yeah. work. Um, anyways, Ricky, Ricky, Ricky would be good. Ricky would be good. We gotta stop. He hasn't, he hasn't won a major though. It's not fair to Ricky to talk about every time he makes a fucking birdie to say he's, he's on the way back. Oh, my God. It was, was unbelievable. I was, too. I couldn't believe it. He we was, got, it's he, not fair to him. A, yeah. It's not fair. Every birdie, it's like he's going to shoot 63 and win the next five events. We got to slow thing, down. He never oh, he shot two over. Order. I didn't even see how he finished. I know he's he shot two over. Oh my god! All right, go ahead. But that's the thing. They, you know, it's like it's, I've heard this phrase. Like I've honestly like heard them say this twenty times on the telecast. Is they kick it to either Faldo or Zinger, and they say, you know, if he plays, uh, you know, a couple good rounds here, do you think that could? Get him on the comeback trail. That's what it is every time. Yeah. It's like he's working the, it out. The you discord, can see, you can see the progress. It's coming along. It, it's he's, the he's discourse on him back. has to change. Yeah, it's it's, it's we're we've passed the point of of where it's like talking about you know oh this could be it. Yeah, I I I, I swear I heard it like four times and I didn't watch like. All the entire broadcast, but every time he did something resembling something good, he, we got that bit. Can we talk about progress? I saw someone tweet today that Patrick Reed has lost twenty yards off his drive. He's averaging. I'm sorry, I don't have the credit. I don't remember who it was. Uh, he was like, he's down to like two eighty off the tee or something. Kaboom. Ah, uh, he's really not. His driving distance, I guess, has just plummeted. Um, all right, I think that does it for news. We oh, Beth Ann Nichols. I thought this was a really cool thing. Fans can purchase a dual ticket for both LA and oh, Wilshire, yeah. and the other one is what Palos Verde. I got the press release today. Okay, from oh, Jeremy co-opted by the press. Press release, boy. Um, that's a cool thing. I mean, that's a good. Thing. Is it going to you know, change the world of golf? But it uh, seems like a good idea. We'll talk more about that. You're big on that, that L.A. swing, right? You're, you're really all in. Yeah, Palos Verdes is awesome. The other course, obviously Wilshire, we've seen a couple years. It's really, yeah. really fun golf course. The other course is really great, too. Um, it's like a, an awesome two-week two uh, span. That The other course is People are going to be amazed at how beautiful it is. The, the talk's going to be all the views because it's like on the side of a, a mountain that overlooks, overlooks the ocean. Um, but there's some really good golf holes out there too and really fun golf holes, just like Wilshire. It's it's like couldn't be a more different piece of property than Wilshire, yeah. uh, but like a very scenic part of L.A. Um, and 
good. Cool golf cool course. Cool ticket. So, good, good, smart idea, right? A smart, cool concept. LA is obviously a big metro area. If you got kids or whatever, like try what to double Billy, dip. What if Billy Horschel was the Ryder Cup captain? You know, I'd be way into that. I'd be all into that. He'd probably be a red ass. There might be like a nose to nose confrontation on the first tee with something. He'd pick know. himself as a playing captain, though. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. I love the surely you jest. Billy boy, ring his bell. No, no, surely you do. Sir. Like, that's right. That's kind of in his language as the town crier. Anyways. All right, that does it. Kirk Kitayama, we should give him his due. He leads six under 64. That's your 18 hole update by Sabo and a. Host of others leads them by one. Uh, Sabo the Slovak with the 65 and Daniel Berger and Chris Kirk also. We didn't talk 60. about Xander's. Uh... Talk about it. Say whatever you want. You said it was, it's gobbledygook, right? It's it's hard to. It's just Can I bizarre. read it real quick yeah. for you? You yeah. haven't. You didn't read it, so I'll, I I'll remember read it reading you. it and I'm thinking like... it was weird, but I don't recall why or how. At no point have I have I taken any action or made statements to suggest that I would entertain the SGL as an alternative to the PGA Tour. Thus, it seemed unnecessary to make a statement until now. Why is now the time that you need to make? Who a asked statement? for this? No one yeah. asked him Who, for nobody, this. He's piling nobody on after everybody's this. already pulled out. Okay. If if you're saying this, you're saying there's probably a reason that you need to make a statement. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I didn't see Patrick Cantley release a statement. Roy you know didn't why? make a statement. He's already played it. You know, yeah. Because they weren't over, you know, hanging yeah. out in Saudi Arabia a couple weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My team had been instructed to do due diligence on this matter. Thus, we have met and discussed with due representatives diligence. of SGL and LIV, uh, LIV, only to come to the conclusion that the SGL isn't close to a finished product or business model. So, oh, that's not really a. Thus, it seems unnecessary. Yeah. He he hasn't entertained the SGL, but not a business. Come back to me with a better model. His his whole representative staff has entered has due discussed diligence. this. Yeah. Done due diligence. Seems like they've entertained this. Right, that's a good. He shouldn't have issued that statement. Bad, this another a, bad statement. Who, Why are these guys sucking statements? God. Who wrote the? Who Let's thought this, this was a good a idea? Side business. Like, like this. This clearly goes. Xander reads it. Of course, Stefan reads it. Pop. Um, yeah. His his agent reads it. His agent's henchmen read it. How does this clear everything? It Everybody. Makes sense. Yeah. Just don't even put it out there. Just go keep playing. If somebody asks you, you like, you know, hem and haw, or just say you're, you're out. Oh, like I'm not interested. Asked. Yeah. Oh, you have to say, I'm not interested in that collection tour. of this word salad, this meandering pretzel of a statement, like his twists and turns. Yeah, it's bizarre. Not Recent articles one. containing speculative statements as to where my loyalties fall. I need a citation. Require a response. What were the articles? It's, see, this is like Bryson with the <laughs> not acknowledging tweets. the they no laying up context. I need citations to articles. Give me the context, Xander. My allegiance to the PGA Tour, my belief in positive changes at the verge of being implemented at the PGA Tour, in particular when it comes to Shared intellectual property rights, oh, the size of purses, and overall transparency never wavered. Well, 
This, this makes it, it like there was some wavering. Like you were a waver. Yes, it seems like there you were have waves. some problems. Yeah, there were waves. That's a good. Like, that's this a bad is the statement. worst. This is the worst statement. Is saying that he's pledging his allegiance to the tour, and then he's pointing out all the reasons why. He, I don't know he about that IP. Be. We're getting better at like talking about intellectual property. Why go down that road? Just say two sentences. Nobody needed to know this. Nobody. Nobody was at this is a Tiger Woods. <laughs> Nobody was asking for like this level of and it's it's convoluted. They went four levels deeper than it needed to and ended up tying himself in knots. Let me let me tell you why. If I was just reading tea leaves and speculating why this statement came out, he had an because NBA. Xander knows that no, all of his peers know that he was talking to them seriously. Yeah, and this is a move to save face For with his peers. Pe- it's the same yeah. thing what we were talking about with Phil. Like he's lost all respect. That you know is that all the you know. All the yep. people that wavered a little bit. This is so he can still hang out with JT and Rory. Oh, I love the theory. Good one. I like that. That's a good theory. I don't know if it's accurate, but I, I, I love it. I love you throwing it out there. All right. Let's get it. That's it. You have anything else? We good? No, I'm happy we, we went through that Xander. I'm statement. glad we got Xander on the board. Oh, uh, the Woods review. We can't we can't not give the people the Woods Jupiter review. Do we? Alright, we're at an hour. Well, I went to the Woods Jupiter on uh it's a Monday night. You I, made the I, pilgrimage. I was lost. You, you, you like got, said, came to the Mecca. You came to the Mecca. Friend of the program, as swamp of creature as a swamp can be, creature can be. Uh, he's like, you got to go. You're here. We got to go. Uh, it probably wants to remain nameless. But I get off. The, there's a parking garage. I mean, this could be in Topeka, Kansas. This, you know, this outdoor ball. They got them everywhere. It's the new fad. It's not like some classic building that was constructed a long time ago. It's an outdoor mall. It could be anywhere. It could be in Omaha. doesn't need to be on the water. It's an outdoor mall with the front-facing restaurant. I get off the elevator. I walk outside. I'm totally turned around. I'm on some cul-de-sac. I don't know. There's no signage. It's just overwhelming scent of buffalo sauce. Like you've been, like the the sidewalk is covered in buffalo sauce. It's like I gotta be close. I'm in the right area. I can't find it. I don't see a sign. So I start like walking around in circles. I finally see the woods. I go in. I sit down. A friend of the program, which I thought was great. It's like, I mean, you're going to see it, but like, just wait till we get the menu. They don't have Monster, which is just completely, uh, you know, just it's kind of embarrassing for Monster. Intellectually dishonest, quite honestly. So it's not, not enough integrity at the woods. Oh, by the way, which I think you've disclosed, it's called the woods because it can't be Tiger Woods restaurant because Nike has his, his naming rights, I think. Right is what I was told. I, I think I that's think why so. it's called the Woods is a rent and drive. So he's like, "All right, you got to get wait till you get the menu." So as he described it, which I loved, like this is what we say: the menu is stuck between release patterns. Because I mean, it's like an Italian, and then it's a yeah. tacos, and then it's a steak that could be fifty bucks, and then it's a pizza. It has literally every type of cuisine. All, 
all over the place. And he wasn't lying. A burger. And so, so it, was, it was stuck between release patterns. The food, it was fine. I got a, you know, basic stuff. Uh, what I loved, of course, the well-known, the staff is in, in blade collars. Love that. Love that, that, that. Now, that is, you know, intellectually accurate. What's great is at the front, another sort of confounding, incongruous display. You can buy, like, TW, like, blade collars at the front and the hats, the, like, mesh Nike yeah. hats, <laughs> apparel. And, the, and, the, and the, the whole staff in white belts. Yes. Oh, they are. Yes, they were white belts. There's one guy who looked just down on his luck. He's cleaning up broken glass. Sick of doing that. So you can buy the apparel, but it's not like you're buying the Salty Dog Cafe. You're just buying a Nike blade collar with the TW on it that you could get at the PGA Tour Superstar. And then the other thing that I loved, and this is my last part of the review, I won't go too in-depth there, is there's this big cigar display with all this wall of cigars. And you can buy cigars, but you can't smoke cigars in the restaurant. Yeah. So what are you doing? It's like you're buying a cigar on the way out to then go have it at at home 30 minutes later? What is this cigar cigar. display? It's a victory cigar for survival. But you can't have it. Just didn't make a lot of sense to me. The big, the whole cigar, but you can't, no, this isn't, you can't have it anywhere near or around here. So that's my truncated review of the Woods Jupiter. I would suggest you all go there. What'd you order? What'd you get? I, I got. Shrimp tacos, I think it was. Shrimp tacos. How was it? It was fine. I was. What, it what are you giving? Not a lot of taste. What are you giving? I needed some kick. I needed either sweet or spicy. It just, it just sort of was. It was there. It was a lot in in a rat and a tortilla, and it, you know, it was filled, and there wasn't a lot of taste. Is what I would say. How many stars out of five? Five, five. I mean, it's electric. You're giving the woods five stars. No, I don't know. For cuisine or for just being at the woods? Just in general, the whole I mean, place. What, what did you say? Three-star place? The clientele was fascinating. People watching was amazing. And I, I'm told it's like a touristy. It's not like the regulars aren't, aren't hanging out. No, there. It's no. people that say it's I mean, Tiger it's Woods Restaurant too. and they go in there. Yeah, right. Right. So Two stars? Give it three. We'll go. We'll, we'll fall on the you're, just because out of deference give, to Tiger. I, I give it two. How did you end up getting reviews service there? Refused service. Listen, post wedding. I've told the story. Okay. Oh, I forgot. It was a it. Friday wedding. Okay. It was, and on Saturday they had a wedding. Or they had a party, a pool party, but it rained all day. It rained like it was torrential downpour. So we went to the woods. It was at the. The, the pool party was at the Wyndham Grand right oh, next across door. Across the street, yeah. Yeah, you know, it, I didn't have my Wyndham Top 10 rewards card, so. <laughs> but anyways, they, we went down there. So we were there from like three. I want to say we got down there at like two or three, and there were we were with a big group. But like, the thing is, like, I've been overserved. I There's so many times in my life I've been overserved. Yeah. And I'm like the first to admit it. If somebody's like, no, yeah, you're All good. Right. I'm like, I'm, okay. I'll turn around. I'm and, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not an angry drunk yeah. or anything. Yep. But anyways, I was like, I was fine. I'd had like a, a drink or two an hour for a while. Right. Yeah. But 
you know, I was not like I wasn't driving anywhere, but I was not at all at a yeah. point of of being. You, you know, weren't bit pouring yourself into the bar. You were fine. You yeah. Were okay. All right. My wife and I sit down to have dinner. So we were at the bar and we sat down to have dinner at a table. And then That's we ordered the other wine. Thing. This bartender. We wine. Oh God. We ordered wine. Yeah. Said <laughs> I don't. And the waitress said I don't think so. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. And and my wife looks at me and says, "Well, time for us to go." And we we just walked out. That was the other thing. The bartender was like, kind of shocked. I wanted a menu. I they thought we were just having beers there, like drinks. I was like, "No, no, I need to eat. I haven't eaten in like eight hours." And she's like, "Oh, all right, all right. I'm like here's a menu." I had to like wrangle it from him anyways it was fine that's my woods jupiter review i'd recommend everybody go there just for the experience it's a a two it's a two star out of five i'm a i i can't give it three on a serious note i'd recommend the one you and westy rolled for lucky shuck Shuck? that's good good menu good menu all right everyone enjoy your uh fridays enjoy your weekends Maybe we'll have more uh, letters and apologies to dissect come Monday, but hopefully a little more golf to talk about as well. Uh, And just enjoy it out there. Have a safe and wonderful weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday.